Welcome into another episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. This podcast is designed to go behind the scenes at what our local nonprofit organizations are doing in our community. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. I've been here with you on Mid-Michigan Matters, where we talk about what matters in Mid-Michigan. I'm here with Danny McCordish, no longer of Outreach of Mid-Michigan. We'll get that in just a second. And also here with Dr. AK on CMU's campus. We're up at, uh, was I want to say, room 319 in Warner Hall, the, the old campus, I will say. And Danny, for uh, people who have heard me talk with you, Outreach of Mid-Michigan, before about stuff, and we've also talked about the Human Rights Committee of Isabella County and the Let Peace Reign event that we're here to talk about. First, kind of tell people about your move here in the community. Uh, to CMU? Yeah. Um, yeah, so as you said, I was at ArtReach, and then now I uh, work in institutional diversity, equity, and inclusion at CMU now. So, yeah, I'm really liking it, really kind of settling into campus, and, um, yeah, have a chance to make some really good moves here. So, yeah, And how much, fun is your, how, how much fun are you having in your job right here? I'm having a lot of fun. It's busy and hard work, but it's, <laughs> it's fun. It's uh, still the start of the school year, so a lot of things happen, and a lot of gears are moving and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the gig now. So. The, the ball's just get, you're rolling down the hill with the ball now. You're, you're right. trying to catch up with mm-hmm. it, right? Yep. <laughs> and, Dr. AK, for people who don't know uh, exactly what you do here at CMU's campus, talk a little bit about what you do. I am a professor of English, so I'm in the English department. I actually used to be in this office years ago. Between 2002 and 2006, I was AVP for diversity and for institutional diversity and international education. So this is more like coming back to my old office. (laughs) And so was this your office at one point that we're sitting? Oh, oh gosh. All right. The only thing that's changed is, you know, the color of the walls. (laughs) You know, but the office is the same. The desks are the same in the same places. And of course, you know, the person staying here, Dr. Shona Patterson Stevens. Yeah, and uh, I, I love coming into these old campus buildings too. Like I said, the the history that's just like it's just on everywhere but the walls in here mm-hmm. because they've repainted the walls. The walls have <laughs> memories. Yeah, yeah, and the artwork <laughs> out in Warner too is really nice. I always like to stop up the steps and look at that. Yeah. All right, and uh, you can't get away from all the arts, can oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we're here to talk about the Let Peace Rain Community Peace event that's happening at Island Park, September 23rd from 3 to 6 p.m. Uh, Danny, somebody comes out for that. It's going to start at City Hall and then a peace walk down to Island Park. Tell people about that, what they would experience if they came out right at the beginning. So uh, we're going to meet down at City Hall, and then we're going to have an opening there, uh, say a few words, and then we're going to walk down to the Pavilion or Amphitheater. The yeah. Art, art pavilion. We're gonna it walk might down be amphitheater. The, <laughs> yeah, we're going to walk down to the art pavilion uh, down at Island Park, and then we're going to have some speakers from um, CMU, from the Saginaw Chippewa India tribe, um, from the city of Mount Pleasant. The mayor will be there to give a few words, and then we'll open up the ceremony with um, an installation of peace, which includes a uh, drum circle and speakers, and then... Land <laughs> acknowledgement, too. We have to acknowledge... The land, you know, they, you know, and acknowledge the indigenous people who have been guardians of this land on which we live and where we work. And I think that's important. So we'll do that as part of the opening ceremony. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about, the, you know, the local tribe here and in the, drum, the drum circle, I imagine, is going to be out there. And anytime you're around the, the, the drum circle with the Saginaw Chippewa Indian tribe, it gets right inside you, doesn't it? You you get those feels and everything. And uh, talk about what it's what it's all about bringing all these diverse people together, Doctor Ak. Well, 
you know, we the the goal uh, for this year. By the way, the um, the event is a commemoration of the International Peace Day, which actually is every year on September the twenty first. And this year's goal is for the UN is to look at how we as individuals and members of a community have contributed towards peace or what we can do to contribute towards peace in our communities and in the world. I don't know that we in Mount Pleasant can think of ourselves as isolated people or isolated communities in order to have peace in Mount Pleasant or in Isabella County. Everybody has to be involved we want everybody involved. Everybody has a voice. All these communities are important. And so it is important to bring in, you know, people who are interested, key holders, partners. And for the County Human Rights Committee, it's also an opportunity to establish, um, you know, community and, uh, and partnership with local, you know, organizations and the people who live in the county. And Danny, you said Dr. A.K. was part of the group that started the Human Rights Committee of Isabella County. Dr. A.K., yes. can, you, can you talk a little bit about how this got started? And, you know, you don't have to put any dates on, you know, but maybe about when it got started or anything like that. Well, I wasn't really part of the group that started it, but I came in at the beginning. It was established in 2008, and before then, there used to be what um, the county had a disability committee. And so the Human Rights Committee morphed out of that. Basically, it was expanded. So about we are appointed by the county commissioners. So it's not an elected position. So people apply, and then the county commissioners appoint. And the goal of the Human Rights Committee, when it was established, at least you know, in terms of our charge, is that we look at issues relating uh, related to human rights and you know we try to maintain the rights of you know preserve the rights of um, everybody who lives in the county and that we examine issues related to human rights especially complaints from residents about you know human rights violations that they have experienced and so what we do then is when the complaints come into us we have what we call an incidents report form on our website which is also housed on the county's website. So a complaint comes to us, then we investigate the complaint, and then we offer um, our recommendations to the uh, county commissioners. Could you maybe guys take us, maybe I'll you know, try to throw the, Danny the curveball here. Could you take us through you know, a generic example of a complaint and how you guys worked about solving that problem? And maybe you just kind of make something up off the top of your head, even that's fine, but just kind of walk us through how, if somebody's hearing this podcast, if they've got a problem, maybe with their neighbor or something, is they could go through this process, couldn't they? Um, yeah, so if you go onto the county's website, you would see the incident report form. And then basically what you do is fill that out, and then uh, the county would get that and transfer it over to us. Um, from there, we would decide kind of, we usually do like um, uh, half point people for specific things of who's going to work on what. And then uh, from there, we'll do an investigation, talk to different people, um, try to solve the problem or get, um, you know, make sure everybody comes to an understanding. And then uh, we get back to the person who filed the complaint and let them know what it is uh, from there. So 
it's really it changes from person to person from incident to incident but we focus on human rights violations so it can't just be you know my neighbor is too loud can you come and you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. tell them to be quiet or yeah. the dog is barking at night or they are mowing the grass at 5 a.m um all things that annoy me but um that's not considered human rights violation so we really focus on those things and if you feel that um you are a victim of a human rights violation usually it comes from somebody in power over you um Say it can be a um, supervisor, a landlord, something like that. Or, I mean, even against um, any of our officials in town. You know, if you feel that they have impacted your rights, they need to be investigated. And if you want some alleviation to that, then you can go to our website and fill out the incident report form and we will look into it. Um, And people are free to come to the meetings and um, they usually come in and tell their side of the story. And then, but we also try to be very objective, non-biased. So we get both parts of the story um we get we go and talk to both people because sometimes we don't get the whole situation just from a blurb on a piece of paper so we try to be very thorough in that so hopefully i explained that right i don't (laughs) i think you did a great job explaining that you know and so neighbor you have a sign in your yard expressing your rights your neighbor continues to rip down said sign this isn't something you're going to call the police for this would be maybe something well i guess it could mm-hmm. be police with trespassing actually, actually you should call the call police the if right. your and neighbor because it's harassment yeah. right. and but, so do you guys often maybe refer people to the police if need be yeah if something like that comes to us we we'll more than likely will say you know report this to your to to the police because it is harassment um human rights violations you know are discriminatory Somebody discriminates against you because of your protected rights. Everybody has human rights. And so if somebody discriminates against you because of your age or your ability, you know, we're going to, and you believe that that's happened and you file a complaint, we'll look at that. We have had incidents that a lot of the incidents we've dealt with have had to do with housing where people, you know, we've had, we had a case um, concerning persons with fixed income and ha- you know who had also disabilities where the landlord the believe that landlord was really you know harassing them and violating their rights so we looked into that we had cases dealing with apartments where they did not address accommodation the person needed accommodation and they didn't you know the apartment complex was not handling that we looked into that we had cases where people complained that they had gone to restaurants and they had they had been denied they, they were denied service because they were same sex couple we looked into that we had cases where it was you know parking space you know near um, a shopping area a shopping center and it did not address accommodation ADA it was not ADA um, compliant we looked into that in fact because of us there are a number of parking spaces in the city of mount pleasant that are now for you know that address ada needs and it was because we looked into a number of cases and then worked with the city to you know to make sure that um, those parking spaces um, are available so we look into a wide range of issues and generally we can't file cases in court on behalf of people, but we can make recommendations, you know, in a way to resolve the situation. And we also report to the county what we have discovered. Yeah, sometimes people don't have access to information. You guys can probably get or don't think they have access to that information. And I really like how you brought up renting issues. And we have a number of 
great landlords here in this area. I don't want to say that I'm knocking on everybody, but I really don't think people realize how many rights they have as as a renter when they're going to rent a place. I remember, you know, one guy says, well, we have to change the carpet for you. know, And there's there's all these little different things that uh, it violates people's rights if they don't get it. And then there's discrimination issues. And so is that is renting housing kind of one of the big things you guys deal with here? Kind of mentioned. Yeah, we've well, it's not necessarily only rental house, you know, homes. Most of them are actually rental homes. Yep. They're apartment complexes, single family rental homes. Um, we've had cases dealing with uh, what is it, you know, like trailers, you know, trailer oh, mobile homes and stuff mob- like that. Mobile homes, yeah, and you know, uh, a case dealing with international students also having because they don't understand the policies, so they are really in a way vulnerable. So we deal with those cases because we have a lot of rental, you know, properties in town. Um, So, yeah, we address those. And sometimes, you know, what we find out is that, as you said, the people renting sometimes don't know that they do have rights. There is something called renter's rights, and they don't know that they have those rights. They also don't know about the agencies or the organizations that can help them you know, uh, uh, address some of these concerns. Um, <laughs> we had one of the most recent cases we dealt with um, had to do with a mobile home where the carpet was so badly, I mean, there was fungus, mildew, bad carpeting, a whole range of things, and the person sent us a complaint, and we had to go, as Danny said, we go in, we investigate, we interview both the person filing the complaint, we also try to interview the person against whom the complaint has been filed. A number of times, the people against whom the complaint you know, has been filed try to work with us or at least to respond, but there are also cases where they don't want to talk to us. And so it complicates the issue because now you can see the problem and you want to resolve it, but you know, one of the partners is unwilling uh, participant. And that's maybe where you need to get the authorities involved, and that's where... You guys having people's back who are vulnerable, that's that's what the Human Rights Committee is kind of all about. Is that, Absolutely. Is, is that kind of put a f- overarching umbrella over it? And uh, let's get back to the Community Peace event. Saturday, September 23rd, 3 to 6 p.m., the candlelight vigil says, you know, bring out your lawn chair, blanket. There's going to be community speakers, door prizes, food vendors, arts and crafts. And we talked about a little bit of people come out for that walk there. What, what's that evening going to be like if they're there for that candlelight vigil? Is there still going to be speakers going on? There'll be a moment of silence. Kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, we'll have the speakers, you know, because we want to be respectful to our guests, to our speakers. Some of them, you know, um, participate, uh, want to participate, but they may not be there throughout the entire event. So um, the speakers will come up early and then we'll open up to, as Danny has said, you know, we'll have opportunity for residents to talk about their own contribution towards peace. And then, you know, we'll have music. Um, uh, what's his name? Somebody, Roth, is uh, coming. Steve Roth. Steve Roth oh, is right. coming. Um, so, he'll, you know, we'll have music. We also have um, in-house, uh, you know, a DJ who is, you know, a member of the committee who will also be playing music. Uh, we have some students who have submitted uh poetry or some essays about peace, they'll have opportunity to read their essays. And then um, for the Virgil, that's towards the end. You know, we'll create an opportunity, some a moment of silence so that we can all pause to think about peace. 
and imagine peace, and hopefully you will end the program peacefully. You know, you when you said you can imagine peace, I'll never forget, you know, right, right after I got my license, one of the first bumper stickers I ever saw was World Peace, Just Think About It. Yes. And I remember, you know, talking to my, my father's a Methodist pastor, and so I remember talking to him about it, and he says, well, you know, World Peace is so much beyond just war. And I says, well, what do you mean? He says, world peace is everybody loving everybody. You know, and I just think that's, you know, if you imagine a world like that, it sounds pretty darn awesome to me. I I don't really know another way to say it. But for local people, you know, to get involved with the Human Rights Committee of Isabella County, well, first of all, how how do human local people going about their lives every day, how do they promote peace in your guys' opinion? Can you talk a little bit about that, Dr. Ike? Yeah. <laughs> Tough question. It's a complicated, I mean, I would call it a pregnant question, right? It's well, a complicated question, but you're right. It's loaded for sure. It is loaded. How do people, I mean, little things, right? You know, um, saying hello to somebody. Maybe somebody is having a bad day and just that hello is enough to sort of wake them up, pull them out of that. Um, try not to be, you know, make sure you're not attacking people unnecessarily. I mean, I really don't think you should be attacking anybody anyway. You know, you were talking about your neighbor grabbing your sign because they don't like it. And that's happened to some people. What does that do? It's provocation, right? It doesn't promote peace. So you can also agree not to disagree. I don't like your opinion. I don't need to spend, you do not have to spend time attacking people, calling them all sorts of horrible names, desiring to hurt them, going around thinking of how you're going to wound them or make them miserable. That doesn't promote peace. I do think that we have to think about the implications of not having peace. If you spend a lot of time irritating a group of people or somebody, clearly you don't have peace either because you're spending devoting majority of your time just to make them unhappy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's costing you your own peace. I do think that in order to promote peace, we have to think about what it means to us. You know, In other words, you'd say, wear the other person's shoes. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to wear the shoes of somebody who doesn't have peace? And it's not all about war you don't necessarily need to wage war to have peace, although some people think that that, yeah, you have to do that. You antagonize somebody, the person starts thinking of how to antagonize you or get even with you. So it becomes a a vicious cycle of violence. You know, this particular day, the United Nations Day of Peace was established in 19... 88 or so, <coughs> 81 or 88, it's 1980s, I keep forgetting the dates, I get them mixed up some days. You know, it was established in, you know, the purpose was primarily to think of a day when there is stoppage of violence and people spent the time thinking about peace, right? You know, no wars, no violence. But then it was expanded around 2000, 2008, 2000, and so, you know, around 2000 yeah. to then, you know, think about stoppage of war. And in the old days, you think about it in terms of an armistice day, you know. I mean, if you're thinking, again, since war language comes in whenever we think about peace, so it is armistice day, what happens on armistice day? 
I mean, this day, everything stops. Everybody cools down. Then you allow people time to take care of their wounded, to treat, you know, to just take a deep breath. So that's the purpose of it. So what are we doing? You know, what do we do? How then do we create a day that all of us can just simply take a deep breath and say, pause. And it is that pausing for one day and thinking about the implications of that pausing for one day. I think you took my loaded question and knocked it out of the park there, Doctor. That was, <laughs> Thank you. I almost want to end things right there because that was so perfect. But the last thing I got to do, talk about when the Human Rights Committee of Isabella County meets and how do people get involved with you guys? So our meetings are public. They are usually the first Monday of the month, except if it's a holiday or something. And they are at 5.15 p.m. Um, we usually have a Zoom link that people can click into and they can see. Or if you wanted to come to the county building, we meet on the third floor, the Human Rights Committee. So we have room for public comment if you want to submit something and, you know, be heard. Or if you have questions about anything, you can come down. And then you can also go to the county website and find our email and phone number to the county. And they will get it over to us, too. So. All right, right on. And uh, you guys got a Facebook page that is pretty active as well, too. If people want to find information about the Let Peace Rain event, they can find it on there. Human Rights Committee of Isabella County at Gmail or HRC Isabella County at gmail.com. It's kind of an easier email if somebody wants to reach out. And the Community Peace event, uh, Saturday, September 23rd at Island Park from 3 to 6 p.m. The Community Peace Walk from Mount Pleasant City, all to Island Park. Then there's going to be food vendors, door prizes, community speakers, drum circles going to be going on. It's going to be an awful lot of fun. And thank you guys so much for taking some time to join me. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much, Dr. AK. It was just, just great listening to you. I can't, even, can't, can't say any more than that. You should hear all the stuff that she does and has done throughout her life. <laughs> that's, a, that's the podcast for After Let Peace yeah, Reign. Right? Yep, next yep. Time. All right. Daddy, Dr. AK, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.